Hey, podcast listeners. If you've been wanting to hire help in your business, I'm teaching a class on Thursday, September 22nd, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, called Roadmap to Relief. Build a team who has your back. You'll finally have the secrets to calling in the right help so you can earn more and have more time to create the freedom you crave in life. It's 100% free. Sign up at reallifeoakland.com. Click the big yellow button at the top. Now on to the show. Victoria, I am so excited to talk with you. We had a pre-chat um, that was just delightful and sparkly. <laughs> As I knew it would be, it's been really, really on my mind, the things, some of what we talked about. But I just really want people to know more about you. So if you could start out with how you came to start your business, what you do, okay. how you came to start. Okay, so I am... Um... For those who don't recognize the accent, I actually grew up in Northern Ireland. Um, I was born in Northern Ireland in the middle of our 30-year war known as the Troubles. Um, so I moved away when I was in my late teens to Scotland to go to university. Then I went traveling, went all over the world, Australia, Southeast Asia, um, Canada, um, and was never intending to go home, but did end up back in Ireland um, after peace had been declared. And at that time, I was working as a youth worker by day and a yoga teacher by night. And I came up with the fabulously bright idea to combine both of them um, mm -hmm. because I thought I love the, the yoga. Teaching the yoga is so enjoyable um, and doing youth work is so stressful. But wouldn't it be, all I could see was that there were not even the generation of young people that I was working with. So I was working with 18 to 25 year olds, but it was actually their children that I could see were still bearing the brunt of the troubles and were yeah. still um, dealing with being in social deprivation. And I, I just felt like there was, there was something more that I could offer them. So I started my first business, which was Stretch and Play. So Stretch and Play was a kids movement and mindfulness course. It was based on yoga. But again, Northern Ireland in the early, I started in 2006 and in Northern Ireland, we weren't allowed to call it children's yoga because oh. people were like, mm, yeah, oh God, no. I mean, yoga for, for grownups, okay, but children, I don't think so. So I called it Stretch and Play and it, it, the name stuck. Um, and I did that for three years and it was, it, I set it up as a registered charity. The whole aim behind it was to address rising obesity levels and adverse childhood experiences to help children raise their self-esteem. But I think the problem with it was that, again, it was set up in 2006 and it was a bit too far ahead of its time. Now the schools are welcoming it, particularly since the lockdown. Schools are like, yes, let's bring you again. Let's de-stress the kids. But at the time that I was doing it, I felt more like a children's entertainer than mm. um, someone who, who was going to change policy. And that was like a magic show. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it is magic, but I actually wanted to be more serious than that. So I ended up um, in 2009, I closed it down and focused instead on teaching adults. Um, so the thing about it being a charity was that I was the only one that treated it like such and I didn't take a wage. So for three years, I'd left my full-time work and I was working on the charity during the day, but I needed to bring an income in. So I started to do more adult classes at night. So I was teaching yoga classes and Pilates classes. And then 
um, when I decided to shut the charity down, I thought, right, well, I'm just going to go all in with the adults. And so I, I did. And from that, I started to train people to become teachers. So I had been training facilitators so they could do the stretch and play with the kids um, because I couldn't be everywhere. And I really enjoyed teacher training. And it was like, okay, I'm going to try this. Yeah. And I remember um, I brought the level three Pilates qualification to Northern Ireland. So I was actually the first provider of this level three qualification. Wow. And um, so that, yeah, that was 2011. It had just been launched in 2010. And I brought it over to Ireland the next year. And I remember that first training, standing at the whiteboard and, and looking at the people and just thinking to myself, oh my God, this is it. This is this is what I wanted to be. And what I loved about it compared to like school teaching was that the people had paid to be there and they really wanted to learn. Yeah. You know, you're in school, a lot of it, especially again with the youth work, it's about management of children, not, yeah. um, not working with adults who actually have paid good money and are really interested in the message. Sure. Yeah, I bet it's hard to get a child enrolled in their own healthy body and oh god, yeah, uh, yeah, it, right. The transformation available, we know, but they, it's hard for them to grab onto it. Where a trainer, a teacher, is realizing their power, right? They're choosing it because they have a a yeah. message to offer. And in fact, I was talking to um, the guy that I work with in Northern Ireland. <clears throat> I am now based in Scotland again, so I'm back and forward between the two quite a lot. Um, and I was talking to him today. And so we are coming up for our 12th year of running the course every year. And it's been, wow. I, yeah, wow. it's a very small, yeah, a small community. And I'm like, they're, they're bound to like be overfilled. And they're not. Pilates especially, there's a lot more yoga that's available. But Pilates, for some reason, Pilates mat work um, is still really... Um, there's a huge desire for it. So, um, yeah, so I love the fact that I get to go home every every year, like once a month, do this training, and every year just watch these people blossom. So, yeah, so it's sort of developed from that. And now what I do is I run a company called Stretch Body Mind, and we stretch their bodies and we stretch their minds. So we're doing um, yoga teacher training, Pilates instructor training, and breathwork and meditation teacher training as well, which is my latest baby. Mm -hmm. So that's where the, you stretch the mind, especially is the, the breath work, right? This is, I've yeah. tasted just a little bit of breath work and it really is, the whole idea really is quite new to me that how we're doing emotionally gets to come through our bodies, both the signals yep. that we need help and both the, also the ways that we get to clear it out. I'm, I'm needing more of that. Yeah, I think we all are. I think it's so interesting because we've had, you know, two plus years of yeah. sustained stress. And actually for a lot of people, it's brought trauma responses. I know for me, it certainly did. Um, I think I told you a story about that. I actually have an experience of that. If you remember in the first lockdown, um, when the supermarkets, you know, well, the shelves had nothing on them and there were queues to get in and it, it felt very strange. And I remember... In a large supermarket, they had arrows along the aisles, so you had to walk in, in a certain direction. And I remember being in on an aisle, and this couple started walking the wrong way. And I took a panic attack in the supermarket, had to leave. 
um, just got the whole state. My boyfriend paid for the groceries, came out and went, what was wrong? And I'm going, you don't understand. Where I grew up in Ireland, if we walked the wrong way down the street, we could have been killed. It was that oh, serious. Wow. The town that I came from was so segregated, so divided, yeah. that for your own safety, you had to walk on the correct side of the road. Yeah. So it just brought back. And I thought I dealt with it. I thought that it wasn't anything to worry about, but it really but it came harsh. rushing back. Oh, God, right. yeah. yeah. And that's what I just, I find with business also, like what are the things that say that road is blocked? That is not yeah. available to me. Yeah. And, and it's only until you unpack it with someone else or something brings it up, right? Something in our business says, wait, I need to go there, but I can't that I find that's when you know what you believe, right? What's parked in there. <laughs> and, yeah. And I realized um, now it's, it's for our healing, right? That, that moment in the grocery aisle, very difficult. Yeah. And yet it was a call to Victoria. It was a call and it was, but it was a call I think I ignored <laughs> yeah. as we do. You yeah. know, I feel like um, that I've been, and I, I always, I always go with that idea that we teach best what we need to learn for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I know that I teach yoga and have done since 2001 um, because I, I need it in my life. If I didn't have yoga, like the, the stretching, um, the breathing, the philosophy behind the, the whole practice, um, I don't even think I'd be here. Um, but I do very much also, there's been a lot that my head is running the show and my body has sort of followed suit. And then um, I, I do think, I feel like I, I buried a lot of that stuff, as we all do. The trauma things, they go in, but they stay. As you said, they stay in the body. They're there. And it's only when you start to listen to your body um, do you start to heal the things that you, you've been pushing down and ignoring and trying to get away with. And Yeah. And it's been so interesting, um, yeah, just to have this couple of years. Um, and just to have that experience at the very start gave me a real understanding of how some of my students had been going. Like, before the lockdown, um, I was running courses in England, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. And I actually, they were all in-person, weekend trainings, and I had to suddenly pivot everything to online. Some of the people were okay with it. But some of the people had never experienced online right. learning, didn't, didn't know what a Zoom was. And now, of course, we're also familiar with it. Right. Um, and it, there was a lot of, I felt there was a lot of space holding, um, yeah. not just for my students, but I also had co-teachers that I needed to support and hold and, and give them uh, space for. So I feel like I went straight from, you know, business into fight mode, right? I'll get this sorted. And then after that, I do think I went into a freeze um yeah once once i dealt with the initial right let's get everybody sorted i do feel like i went into a bit of a freeze mm. um yeah and so it's interesting you had to you had to love your way out of it somehow yes because yeah. <laughs> you're not in a freeze now you're in a no, really I'm not. beautiful flowing place which i i just really applaud oh well, thank you yeah. mm -hmm. um but i also think it's about momentary awareness daily awareness of where am I and is my brain overtaking my body here? Am I listening to my body's wisdom? Um, I've done so much work 
this last couple of years on somatic experiencing um, trauma and trauma release exercises and more work on the vagus nerve, which is, is sort of the buzz word of, mm -hmm. of the wellness circles, you know, but for, for good reason. Um, right. And it's been, yeah, it's been really interesting to take what I'm doing in my personal life and applying it to my teacher trainings because, again, I think before it, there was a lot of intellectual stuff and there wasn't the body awareness, there wasn't the embodiment of the practice. And now yeah. I feel, uh-huh, like it's much more embodied wisdom, if that makes sense. Sure. Sure. And you say wisdom and I, I just, that just reminds me of a piece that I really love and offer to you and me is what a treat that as we get older, we have wisdom to really incorporate so much of what we know. It mm. gets to go deeper and deeper. I just think of, um, that was just a recent reflection I had of, um, as we, there's, there's a privilege to yes. our age, you know, we get yes. to offer so much to people, especially as coaches and trainers, we get to incorporate not just this, because this is, of course, what we're trained to value, to do. Yes. Trade on, yes. right? But, yeah. but it goes deeper and deeper with the decades. And yes. I'm finding my current journey is really, how do I describe not just my knowledge, but my wisdom? Does that make sense? Where I'm really oh, yes. incorporating so much. Like, how do I deeply know that's true? Not just like, well, I learned it. I read a book and I can tell you what I read. <laughs> and that's especially, yeah, I think because for so many years, women's wisdom was ignored. Crohn's, well, you're a crone, get out. We don't, we're not interested in that. And we are the first generation of women that are bringing this back. And, um, you know, and dare I say it, midlife women, um, that, that we are, you know, we're saying, yeah, we're going through the menopause and we're dealing with it, but we're still here and we're still, we still have so much wisdom to impart. Um, so, yeah. And then, well, I have... Ways, I think we're just getting going. I think yes. we're just coming into our power and no one knew all this time. Yes. Say that no one knew, but, but the society, the world says, oh, don't look over there. Look at the youth, look at the powerful, the strong in body. Yep. And here yeah. we so, yes, um, welcome, um, Kiki. Welcome, Success Coach Mo Monet. Welcome, welcome. Do put in comments and uh, any questions you have for Victoria, because Victoria is full of magic, as I've <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm talking of magic. Um, I, I, I'll tell the story of Alistair. So, Alistair, my son. Yes. And so, I had been, as I said before, Stretch Body Mind is my business. It's also my baby. And um, it meant I could dedicate all my time to it. I had gotten to the age of 45 and I'd been through a marriage and a marriage breakup, no children, and had sort of contented myself with the fact that there wasn't going to be any children. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing a, a program. Um, it was a meditation program called Stretch Your Shakti all about second, you know, sacral chakra energy, the divine feminine. You were taking the class, right? Not, yes, not yes. Okay. I, I was delivering it. So I was working a lot with my own Shakti and then imparting that wisdom to the, to the seven women who were on the course. And it was wonderful. We we're halfway through the course and I'd been talking about 
menopause, perimenopause, those things. Um, and I was certain that I was perimenopausal because my period was late. Mm. And then I started to sort of go, okay, that's not just, you know, my boobs were hurting. And I was like, mm. I, wonder, I, I just wonder. And um, so I did a pregnancy test. And sure enough, there was a plus sign. And I was pregnant at, I just turned 46. So I, so I had a baby naturally um, without any um, scientific help um, and sort of completely unexpectedly. Um, Wait, unless but, you count Shakti as scientific. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Uh -huh. let's, uh -huh. let's, yeah, bring, bring those words together, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And then, as I said, at the very start of the conversation, Alistair will be one year old tomorrow. So, I, yeah, I've had, again, so many changes in the past year. And again, embodying it and, and feeling my body's wisdom and listening to my body for the first time, because my body can do, you know, can create miracles. Can and, make a human. Yeah. So as powerful. can, you know, like <laughs> so many women. And you don't have to create a human in order to have a miraculous body. That's the, yeah. you know, that's the other thing. And um, so it was, um, again, I think it's taken a year for this to really impact me. Um, this time last year, I was in a complete state of disbelief. I still, while I was pregnant, still did not, believe that he would make his way outside and, and now he's here kicking screaming and oh. yeah yeah i, I hope you just take time this one year birthday to just mark not only the celebration of this human who's doing great yeah but what a journey you had to i mean it it sounds like it has brought you to both depths and greater faith in yourself and what's possible and you get to bring that power everywhere you go i i told you yeah. in our um in our warm-up call our pre-call i said i heard of victoria cunningham as the woman who manifested a baby <laughs> a, a whole human and i was just a whole like, human yes 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 i love it johnston 1010 welcome we're talking about the miracle of our bodies and how amazing the power that is in it and the power to heal, I think, and the power to know beyond what our brains know. And, and just uh, getting out of your own way and letting of, the body's wisdom, yes, you know, someone. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. reminding me that my, my one pregnancy, I have one daughter, um, that was a time where probably the time that I most connected with, I have a body and it knows exactly what to do without me telling it. Yes. Without me, without me striving, without me doing it correctly, you know, right. You know, with like everything is a tightrope is so often what I live like. Um, if I don't, if I don't do this right, everything's going to fall down. My body was like, mate, I got this. <laughs> Uh -huh. And how amazing. I felt very lucky. And I know that isn't everybody's experience. And I also felt like, wow, I can't even believe this is possible. To So it, it helps me even 
consider that there's an inner knowing in any yes yeah yeah and i felt you know obviously i've been working with my body all my life i you know as i said i've been teaching yoga since 2001 so like over 20 years of teaching and um, i've actually been practicing yoga since i was 13 years old um yeah. i find it which was again a very unusual thing for someone who grew up in the northern ireland troubles yeah. to suddenly be interested in in sort of Indian philosophy and Hinduism and, um, you know, all of the sort of theories behind yoga. For me, it was not just the asana. I actually was really interested in everything about it. I remember I became vegetarian. I, I gave up my faith, which my mother was not particularly happy with, but I made a big stand. I'm not going to church wow. anymore. I don't know if I believe in that. So I was very firmly agnostic, not, not atheist, but yeah. I was just like, you know, to me, there seemed to be something so much bigger than just the Northern Ireland Protestant Catholic divide. Yeah. I just, um, I, oh, I, I, I so rejected. So true, much bigger. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and so it's, but it's something I always took my body for granted, and then last year, with the miracle of making a human, um, also I think that thing where, um. You know, you get the relaxing comes in and it's softening everything up. I actually ended up with a lot of physical pain during the pregnancy. Mm. But I think it's because the body, again, had been ignored for so long mm. that all of a sudden it was saying, it was really shouting to me, you need to pay us attention. Mm. It's not just me anymore. There's a baby in here and we need to, by the time I got to third trimester, I basically was just um, sitting and, in our apartment, we don't have a bath. We only have a shower, which is fine. But we had to buy a blow-up bath because that was the only place I felt comfortable. And I just uh -huh. sat in the bath every night. My poor boyfriend yeah. had to drag it out, fill it up, and, you know, oh, my God. And I just sat there, and it was like that was the only place where I didn't feel the pain, the tension. The baby was just loving it. Um, yeah. I'm such a water baby now. It, it's unbelievable, actually. Um, and it makes but, total sense, right? He was yeah. calling you to that yeah. all along. So, um, yeah, so there's, it, it's it's really interesting. And it really was an opportunity for me to start listening to the body. Mm -hmm. And I think I've been doing that ever since. And really, I think that we as women should recognize the miracles that we create. And I'm not just talking about physical babies. I, I mean, all of the creativity that we, we are the creators, that Shakti, that divine feminine energy is so much more powerful than we give it credit for because we've grown up in a patriarchal society and why would, you know, why would feminine energy know anything? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I haven't studied what you're talking about and yet I, I have a sense of patriarchy for sure being yeah. uh, in America and also raised by Chinese immigrants, also patriarchal. Uh, culture but what I think of first is like we don't have models very easily accessible of a woman yes. completely in their power and I I'm my Instagram feed is full of I think that's a woman in her power you know like I'm just I'm just like watching like watching people really just stand up and be their whole feminine powerful selves and I think, you know, it's been interesting because I, I, I did mention this to you before. For me, it wasn't safe to stand up. And 
Um, and then I, but I watched the experience of my mum and she, you know, again, as an adult in the troubles, um, in order to try and bring some money in, she went, and it was all sort of grassroots under the surface, but she went to people's houses and she, it was called Party Plan and they did, it was not, it was sort of like Avon, but not. Um, it was, you know, um, she was selling makeup, she was selling clothes, but she was going to people's houses. They were having all women parties and then buying a lipstick and doing things like that. And just, but everything was, because it was under the surface, um, she was able to go to places that other people in Northern Ireland would not have felt comfortable to go to. Um, it was unbelievable the you know, the parts of, of Ireland that she traveled to um, on her own or with a female friend. They wow. used to, you know, sort of go together. And wow. so I've had a good experience of yeah. to be a woman in a man's world. Yeah. But, you, you know, and in Northern Ireland at that time, it wasn't safe to stand up and declare yourself a leader. The politics in Northern Ireland have changed. And actually, the, um, the main parties, political parties, are all... Um, fronted by women which okay. is great because now, now we have we have female leaders but they're all still arguing with each other and and old hurts are still coming to the surface i think it's going to take a while before things yes. relax which is why i live in scotland and not <laughs> i'm not in northern ireland it's thank yeah thank you for bringing me just a, a tiny taste of what the history and the troubles were like i have a lot to learn about what that what that brought so it's a good reminder for me. Yeah. And um, it's an interesting, it is, it's a very interesting place to grow up in because, again, there were so many numbing behaviours because we didn't know how to deal with trauma. Things were not spoken about. Right. Um, men, men and women, but men especially, drank. It was a very heavy drinking culture. Um, and it was because they didn't know how else to, to deal with their emotions. Mm. And... Um, you know, it's always one of those things, if you ask someone of my age in their 40s, when they, you know, I was born in 1975, the trouble started in 1969. So mm. I was really in the middle of it. And there wasn't a single person that I knew that didn't have, wasn't impacted in some way by, by you know, whatever side of the divide they were on, there was someone that you knew had been killed or, um, you know, had been injured in some way in a bomb, in a shooting you know, different things like that. Um, yeah. So it's it's a very challenging place to grow up in, um, in some ways. But when you're young, you don't know any better. So right. we Thanks. just kept going. Kiki's reminding me that uh, there's a movie called Belfast, right? Yes, yes. That and uh -huh. yeah, I was going to say Kenneth Branagh, and yes, it's it's an excellent movie. Uh huh. Oh. And, good. Yeah, I would highly recommend it, actually, yes. Okay, I'm glad to know there's a source, a Hollywood source that is credible. <laughs> That's good, good to know. Um, I, I can just feel all of how the troubles made you who you are and made you this, this really quite young person who chose body and faith and self. Yep, yep. In spite of what you saw around you, what the... Uh, what the messaging was in in your culture, and you said no, I, I'm I I can see something bigger. Yeah, and, and you had a family that allowed you allowed you to do that. I don't know if they could have been more supportive, but here you are, 
I think, um, yeah, I think I, I grew up in, um, in a family with strong female leadership. Yeah. And even though, um, uh, like my father passed away very recently and I was saying my mum was the heart of our family, but my dad was the backbone. And so he, you know, I do have to recognise that as well as the divine feminine, we have the divine masculine and we have some strong male people. You know, that, that saying behind every strong man, there's a strong woman. It's actually, for me, it was the other way around. Right. My mum could not have been who she was. And we, my sister and I could not have been who we were without my dad's strength behind us. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so it was, it's, it's a lovely way to honour him as well, actually, is, is to recognise that. So, yeah. Um. Maybe we can just, I, we could talk and talk. Uh, if you could just share what, um, what is the, the joy in your business, your greatest joy in your business? It's sort of the why behind what you do. It's you like that thing I said the yeah. very first time I, I was at the whiteboard and I turned around and people were actually watching and engrossed in it. That's my joy. Um, yeah. And I'm getting to do it next weekend, or actually this weekend coming, um, because I'm doing my first in-person yoga teacher training in Northern Ireland, first one in three years. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, so I'm really excited about getting to be hands-on in the presence of other people again. Um, and it does, it just brings me joy to see them go, ah, I get it. Right. <laughs> I just love that. Well, I just so, pictured the whiteboard feeling is so much more palpable in person, right? The Zoom whiteboard teaching or even whatever way you teach is totally different. Yes, thank you. Time for me to you both have a fantastic day. Great, thank you for joining us, Johnston. Um, I, love, I love that you're going back into IRL in real life. Yes, yes. Interacting. It's been very on my heart too. My The name of my business is Real Life Oakland and I, I've struggled with, it doesn't necessarily make sense with, a, I'm a business coach, but really yeah. I, I'm saying the power of us as business leaders is we are humans in space, in time and yes. space. And our sphere of influence is really the greatest wherever our body is. And Agreed that room is going to be so different and powerful. The yeah, I am. I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Having said that, I do love the online world. You know, I my, my breathwork and, and meditation teacher training is going to be online. However, I just decided this week um, or last week that it's going to finish with an in-person like training weekend because, again, I think there's so much to be benefited. Yeah. By being in the same space as we breathe. Yes. You know, that's we can, we can do this online, breathing, but, but actually, breathe. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The energy that we get when we are together as a group yeah. is, you know, exponentially bigger than, yeah. than just the, the online thing. So for me, it's really important to, to get that opportunity to come together at the end. So, yeah. You're so right. Yeah. I just thought of Kiki is a friend that's on the live today. And she and I are in a hiking group of uh, other business women, other women entrepreneurs running our own businesses. And the breath in the forest, in the redwood forest around here, that's what our, our hikes look like nearby, is oh, so lovely. important and beautiful. And we're all breathing the same air, but also in communion with 
nature. Nature, yeah. Yeah. It's really so important. important. Yes. So then um, my last usual question is, what's a business challenge that you are struggling with right now? It probably is the return to in-person. There's still a hesitancy with people. Um, and I have to, dare I say it, people are a little bit flakier than they used to be. They could make commitments and yeah. make sure they the time set aside now it's like oh well I'm not sure because I might need this time off or or so-and-so might get COVID and I you know and I've just found not more with my sort of um 30 something uh, students you know because they've got young kids and they're just finding it more difficult to to make the time and I think they just love the convenience of online so mm. it is hard to to get them to recommit to actually being in person but mm. when we do it everyone's like oh, why didn't we do this sooner because mm -hmm. it's yeah that's so, what i have found yeah. I'm, and i'm i'm really you and i met in a training space coaching space for building online business face close action yes mine is on my journaling table because that's where i need to see that susie's um slogan I guess we'll say, but but yes, I think of it all the time. I'm new to building online because I've been so in person. I was a brick and mortar okay. tailor, and uh, really about location, 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 and us yes. being in community and neighbors and all of that piece. But um, but the online space also is so powerful for bringing more and more people. Well, you and I would never have met if it wasn't for the online space. Oh, no, it's so, so, yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think of now we have both, right? Isn't that interesting how pandemic showed us a new possibility? Yes. And I guess I just offer to you the right people, right? The people who are ready, who are craving community. Isn't that the people that you looked back on? Um, well, ask if we met. We met online. Kiki, yes, I'm happy to tell you more. Susie Ashworth is our coach, mentor, and both of us um, pay, invested to be up levels by being around this amazing human who who helps us get our shit straight is sometimes I was going to say, yeah, I, I didn't want to swear, but I was going to say exactly the same thing. Yes, yes, and for the purpose of delivering the business dreams that we have to offer the people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to say the, the people that you turned around from the whiteboard and saw, those are the people who are like, yes to this, right? They're yes. people ready for the community, in-person community that you're offering. Yep. And the people who are not, you know, they have their own path, right? Exactly. And uh-huh they'll find their way back if they need to. If we're meant to meet, we meet. And, uh -huh. yes. and just, I, it's, again, it's having the faith part. I've always been very good with the action, but mm. I need to have faith as well. So faith plus action equals miracles. I have faith that the right people will come and then I get to give them what I have yeah. and then we create miracles. Yeah. Yes, yes. And not making a story about who, who does and doesn't come. Exactly. Right. That that no, works. We have just enough. We'll always have enough. Whoever says yes. And it's a challenge because dollars are real. Capitalism is real. Rent is real. 
more yep. payments, et cetera. Yet bigger picture, bigger timelines, we have everything we need, just like yes. what we said. Our bodies have everything. There's a knowing we have and an expertise. I mean, really, not to discount the brain that we've been given, yeah. right? Yeah, and the 10,000 hour theory. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, but uh -huh. it's, it's interesting because obviously I've got so many years experience of yoga and Pilates and also teaching them. But I still learn something new every day. And a lot of it has been responding to my body's wisdom and, yes. um, you know, and just going, oh, okay, this is, this is new. It's not actually new, but it's new to me yeah. and, and taking it on board. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's just exciting. It is exciting. Isn't it amazing? I mean, yeah. I think this is what I was just reflecting in my journal this morning, getting ready to talk with you, that um, speaking of 10,000 hours, I mean, the decades, right? That like, yeah. we got to start and, and as far as yoga, you started so early, but you have been an expert on you all this time. All my life. Yeah. All yeah. your life. Yes. Yes. And how much that gets to just grow exponentially. And yep. what a beautiful teacher that makes you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Miracles of your life. More for me to learn about the troubles. A movie to watch. I'd love to yep. know more, understand more. So I how think, can... Yeah. Yeah. On. I think you can see the movie on Netflix. So, oh, <laughs> so you can... Okay. Yeah. You can definitely... Um, yeah. You can definitely live stream it, so that's good. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Love and if you want to know more about, about, yeah, about if you want to know more about me, um, yes. check out stretchbodymind.com. Right. And you can we'll see my yeah here yeah yoga teacher training, Pilates instructor training. I do a lot of stuff now. Again, is this because um, of the lockdown and you know all of the things? A lot of the stuff I'm doing online is one to one. Um. Okay. So I, I as well as having my in person yoga. Um, which is a group training I do one-to-one -one, um, and it's it's a mixture of coaching and training it's not just about getting the skills it's about getting the confidence to to be a leader not just a teacher yeah to me that's really important so yeah yes me too <laughs> the, the leadership is really yes so much of it thank you so much for being with us thanks everyone who joined in Kiki everyone